Welcome, listeners, to your devilish Friday night. A time to get your creepalicious freak on. Today, my monstrous mates, I have for you a tale involving Japanese ghosts in after dark dancing. And when is a chatbot just a chatbot in chat room 98? Let's find out. But before we do, for all of you who are wondering why I haven't responded for the past two days, my internet has been out. They're supposed to cut me over to a newer and fast, speedy internet connection two days ago. And instead, they decided to go to the polar opposite direction with what I like to call in the business, zero Fs given. Someone didn't do their job properly and I'm suffering for it. So right now, I'm using my phone to get this upload to you. So sit tight, you brilliant listeners. And hopefully this doesn't get to you in an ungodly hour. Turn the lights off, the sound up and get ready for a Freaky Friday. After Dark Dancing Sometimes life will write the strangest stories. Looking back on the events now, I can't help but wonder about some of the things I did, a few of the things I allowed to happen, and wait in expectation of things to come. It started after I had moved to Japan for attending graduate school, no, maybe it started even before that. But this way makes it easier to tell. My new home was in the small suburb of one of the bigger cities on the Sea of Japan, close to the mountain range, and a river just a few feet from my place. It was a typical two-story building you see in a lot of movies. Jokingly, I had made the remark that it almost looked like a haunted house from one of the horror movies I've seen growing up. The landlord laughed at me, obviously mocking my active imagination, so I chose not to comment any further. The entrance was a winding corridor, passing the door leading to the bathroom and the stairs to the upstairs, ending up in the surprisingly big kitchen. The second floor housed my room and an unused room, which led to a small balcony, which gave me a view of my neighbor's windows and nothing else. It must have been a few weeks after I had moved in and had made it a habit to pass the junior high school on my way back home in the evening. An old post-war monstrosity of yellowish-grey concrete, clearly too big now for the few students I saw running around every morning. Normally, almost all students have already left the building at that point, and only a few are running out of the gate after sports practice or some club activity. Today was different, though. I saw a light in one of the third-floor rooms, and the vague shapes of people dancing around. If it was a dancing club, why didn't they use the now empty sports hall? I kept staring up at the row of dirty windows until one of the students seemed to notice me. She came close to the window, resting her hand on the glass first, and then started motioning, as if she was waving. I nodded just not to seem rude, and headed on my way. Somehow, this strange encounter didn't leave my mind so I decided to try and look it up on the internet. Not that I actually had that much free time, but a little procrastination couldn't hurt. My search for the school name left me with meager results, though. They didn't seem to have a dance club, or any clubs that would require dancing for that matter, so maybe it was preparation for a school event coming up. So I decided to go into more details and added the keyword dancing in Japanese. I would have prepared some coffee had I known how long this would have kept me up. 
The first few pages didn't give any proper results. Either the search engine gave me only parts of the word I'd searched for, or re redirected me to a homepage of the school. Only some ten pages later, did I stumble upon an obscure little message board. Clearly no longer operated, with a message from a good five years ago that caught my interest. Seven Wonders of XX Junior High School Number 4. The After Dark Dancing Club did anybody ever actually see this one? I heard about this one from one of the older students, but this is so obviously bullshit. Must have been some people who were into playing pranks. In Japan, there is this superstition that almost every school has a set of seven ghost stories, the so-called seven wonders. Usually, it's the same stories over and over again. Hanako in the toilet stall, the girl in the mirror, red paper or blue paper, but I've never heard of a dancing club. I opened the page and was disappointed by how few entries there actually seemed to be in this topic, yet at least I found an outline of this ghost story. Name Kimon. 4444 at ae-do-b6-de-b4-d9 date 20xx forward slash 07 forward slash 15 Friday 2am. The After Dark Dance Club. After it gets dark and all the clubs have ended, the lights in the third floor classroom in the northeastern wing of the school turn on and shadowy figures start dancing. People unluckily enough to see this will have bad luck for the next month. It is said that these are the ghosts of all the students who died since the school opened. Who wants to check this out with me? The school building isn't open at night. But maybe we can see it from the street or the yard. The replies appeared to be from student of the school. The site was one of many occult phenomena message boards that many people are crazy about even today. Even the very few there were didn't seem too fond of the story, declaring it a hoax or made up. Name Nikuman89. Date 20xx forward slash 07 forward slash 16. Saturday, 16.53. I asked my mum and she said she never heard of that story. You're full of shit, man. Go to hell. Name, Sukura Manakai. Date, 20xx forward slash 07 forward slash 16. Saturday, 18.02. I never heard of our school having any ghost stories, let alone all seven wonders. Post the other ones or I won't believe any of this. This went on for a few more days. Then people stopped caring and the original poster didn't seem to have much investment either. I wouldn't have given it much attention if it hadn't been for another message. And that message? That had been posted four years later. Name. Kimon444 at ae-d0-b6-de-b4-d9 Date 20xx forward slash 07 Forward slash 15, Wednesday, 2am. The After Dark Dance Club. After it gets dark, dark and all clubs have ended, the lights in the third floor classroom in the north east of school turn on and shadows start, start dancing. People unlucky bad luck. Four, 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 four. four. It is said that these are the ghosts of all the students who died since. With me, open it.
The post seemed like it was written in a hurry, or at least by somebody who did not know how to write properly. But it was the same content, the same user. Why did he or she go through the trouble of posting again? Four years later, no less. And what was the meaning of this ominous last line? Open what? This was when a sudden noise ripped me from my thoughts. No, not a noise, a sound I had grown so used to associate with a certain time, it made my skin crawl. It was the familiar sound of the school chime. I looked at my clock and it assured me that it was 2.04 in the night. Maybe I had imagined hearing it. Maybe my headphones made me mishear something. Maybe I left a video or a program running in the background. And still I couldn't shake off this feeling of unease. Clawing at my nerves like a ferocious animal. My palms had become sweaty and my eyes shifted to the milk glass windows in my door. I almost expected an inhuman shape to rise up behind them. I did not know where this sudden sensation of terror came from, but it would not cease. In my mind, I heard scratching on the other side of the walls around my room. I felt as if suffocating. Eyes were peeking through the cracks of the sliding door. The wet sound of something dead being dragged along the floor outside my door made my skin crawl with an icy fever. It took me an eternity to muster up enough courage to rip open my door. Staring out into the all-consuming darkness of the corridor outside, I started wondering if there was even anything to be afraid of. Something drew me to the empty room next to mine, through the small door leading to the balcony. Outside, I looked at the starless sky, pitch black and foreboding, stretching out towards the pale walls of the school building, the light in the third floor classroom. In the northeastern wing was burning bright and yellow in the darkness. I saw them waving to me, and I was waving back, their long white arms stretching out to me, beckoning me to come and dance with them, their spindly legs bending and flailing to the tune. They smiled so widely, stretching beyond the reaches of their face, the edges ripping and their grin pouring out. Their eyes were doorways, wide and open, dancing with blazing passion, unable to stop, unwilling to stop, contorting their bodies to the maddening beat of the drums and the monstrous whine of the ancient flutes. The school chime whispered in the dark. Soon they would be coming out of the gates, but it is closed now. Somebody has to open it. I... Have, have to, to open, open it. it. Open, open it. it. I hit my knee on the table when I jumped up from this weird dream. I looked at my computer screen, swished the mouse around to see the time, and noticed I must have fallen asleep while thinking about this message board. The weird, newer post was still in focus and must have been the root of my absurd dream. Summer was around the corner and though it was still only early morning, it was unbelievably hot and humid. It was almost mid-July and I was already hoping for the summer to end. I went out of my room and to the balcony to check the temperature outside. I let out a laughter that ended up sounding more like a snort, remembering my silly dream. That's when I noticed a piece of paper clinging to the railing. It must have been blown over by the wind from one of my neighbor's houses. 
I picked it up. Nothing special. Apparently ripped in half. But looking at it closer, sent a shiver down my spine. And it was as if I was in my dream again. On the paper was a single word. In childish writing. Kimon. Kimon. Did it mean anything? It wasn't a word that I immediately knew. I rushed back to my computer, wanting to know, wanting to extinguish this burning worry in the back of my chest. What I did find made me understand. No, not understand. I could feel what this was about, but I did not understand. There was nothing to understand. In that moment, the school chime resounded. It was as I was used to. It was time for the students to attend their first class of the morning, and yet it was as if I heard a faint drum and the whistle of a pipe riding on the sound of a bell. There is a lot to fear, I suppose. I still think I should search for more, but the etymology of that word and the one newspaper article released 28 years ago I found make me unsure if I want to know more. Kimon translates to in the yin-yang practice of Unmyodu, the cursed direction or places of the northeast from which all wickedness and evil demons enter. A place where misfortune befalls the one who enters. July 17th, 1980X. Wednesday. Unexplained fire claims seven victims. Yesterday morning, the unidentified bodies of seven people were discovered in an upstairs classroom of XX Junior High School. The fire apparently broke out in the late night and trapped the group in the room. The source of the fire? The reason for the victims being in the building during holidays, as well as their identities, are being researched by local police. Further information on the case is expected to follow. No article seems to have ever followed. Chatroom 98 Um, hi. I am currently in a bed inside St. Anne's Hospital in North London. Dr. Martin kindly allowed me to use his laptop so I can explain how I got here and what happened to me. My name is David Argento. I am 16 years old and apparently I am suffering from a mental illness of some kind. There was only so much I could take in from the doctor's words in the opposite patient room. Since I have a bloody massive headache, I've been given a fair amount of ibuprofen, but this headache seems permanent. But I don't care. I absolutely must get this written down, at all costs. Anyways, you might be wondering how I got here. Here is my story. About four nights ago, I went upstairs to the loft and took my old school books to the burning pile. I just finished my GCSEs and, like all my friends, hated every single subject I did. Math, history, English, and especially English. You name it, I really hated it. So I found the books exactly where I left them a few months back. Or dumped, more like. In a corner that was so old, there was enough dust to make a candy floss. You know, cotton candy. I scorned the moment I looked at them again, except I knew this would be the last time I'd ever have to look at them. So I collected them all underneath one arm. Disgusting. I considered changing clothes shortly afterwards. 
But then something caught my eye. I'm not really sure how I noticed it, but I remember being so intrigued by it that I dropped the books on the loft floor. What is that? And picked it up. It was a red CD-ROM case, about the size of the average book. There were no words of any kind, even when I turned it over on the other side. Sod all. I was kind of excited. It looked like a computer game that the previous house owners had left behind. Since I absolutely loved computers at the time, I was interested in giving it a go on my Dell. But when I opened the case, the disc inside lacked any kind of artistic illustrations. Instead, just a bland white color with some text written on it in black marker pen. The words were Chat Room 98. I wasn't exactly pleased when I learned it wasn't a game, but since someone had actually went through the effort of making a chat room disc rather than the vast chat rooms available on the internet, I concluded it would be somehow different. That I got right. Having kicked the worthless books down the attic ladder, I inserted the discs inside my old laptop. After a brief moment, a red box with no text in it appeared. I wasn't sure what to make of it at first, but it seemed to linger there for half a minute. Then the screen went black for a brief moment and flashed. The words, Welcome to Chat Room 98, appeared at the top center of the screen. Chat Room 98? What was the significance of that number? Then what appeared to be a white text box opened up in the center. I didn't know what to type, so I randomly put, hello. I didn't expect any kind of response, but then I got one. A person by the name of Darwin Clark replied, good afternoon. There was no possible way that this person was real. It seemed like I was the only possessor of this chat room disc. Then I realized it was one of those chatbots, a software designed to stimulate an intelligent conversation with whoever talks to it. ICT was the only thing I was good at. I still thought it was strange though. I'd only lived in my current house for six years, but I had never encountered that red box in my entire life. I suppose the house's previous owners must have owned it, but it's not like they owned a computer. Unless you count the smashed to pieces one that we threw away to the dump when we first arrived. Anyway, I tried to start a conversation to see to what extent the AI had been programmed. Lovely weather we have. I wrote. No sooner than three seconds, Mr. Clark replied, No, it seems rather miserable today. I was taken aback. The weather was, more or less, exactly how he put it. I didn't know either until I looked out the window and saw that it was about to rain. It seemed the books had one more day to live. But I wasn't too surprised. The chatbot was probably programmed to say that, and since this is England I live in, it could probably been more than likely. I then typed in, So, what are your favorite movies? Again, I got a response. I don't watch movies. I prefer the theater. The theater? Was I talking to an old man? I replied, How old are you? I didn't care if this bot got offended. It would have to give me an answer eventually. The answer was, I'll tell you about myself. I was born in 1867 and grew up with two sisters whom I hated. Okay, right. Whoever programmed this was clearly having a laugh. I typed back, laughing hysterically as I wrote, <laughs> Well, I was born in 2098 with uh, two identical twin brothers who are also aliens from the planet Boogaloo. I'm also Jesus. 
I wonder what that senile old man would say next. I knew it was a chatbot, but I kept thinking it was a real person for some unexplainable reason. He said, Really? How droll. Nice to meet you, Mr. Jesus. Have your brothers abducted anyone yet? I cracked up again. Whoever made this must have done an impressive job. I typed in, Yes, they are actually alien pedophiles who prey on human children. You better watch out, they also have a fetish for CD-ROMs. The next reply was just plain unsettling. Clark replied, Well, although I may appear to be a CD-ROM, I was actually a human myself. Once. Until I faced judgement for my transgressions. I didn't know what the fuck he was saying, but the poignant detail of his description startled me for a second. It felt... real. Too real. And then, to my surprise, he typed another message. You don't understand? Let me make myself plain. My sisters, whom I hated, met with a tragic accident. I was starting to feel calm. This was not just a chatbot. This must have been a psycho chatbot or something. Or it was a big joke. I typed in to see his reaction. Do you know what else my brothers have done? Lately? And then, I was met with the biggest surprise of all. Darwin Clark responded again. I could see his message being typed, like a ticker tape typewriter. You are an only child, David. What the actual fuck? I was seriously getting creeped out now, so I typed in, What the fuck are you? And the response simply couldn't have been made by an AI. It seemed too much like a human was actually talking to me. Let me tell you a story. Do you know what happened to your house's previous owners? I sat there like an idiot, staring at the computer, awaiting a response. The same that happened to my two sisters. Remember? I despised both of them. That was it. I moved the cursor to the top right corner to click the cross button and end this nightmare. I was relieved. I had only been talking to it for five minutes, but it seemed like two hours. But when I tried to shut down the PC, the unthinkable happened. The computer became unresponsive. It went all glitched and fucked up. Worse still, the chat room opened by itself. I got another message, and by this time I was sure to be hallucinating by now. You have not heard everything yet. I scrambled at the keyboard. I was losing my mind. Are you fucking with my computer? Stop! This is seriously not funny. Finally, I think this is where it happened. Darwin Clark typed in again, this time in a much slower ticker tape typewriting fashion than last time. I could hear nothing more than my own heartbeat. It intensified more and more with each passing letter. My face was practically melting with sweat. As I focused more and more on the letters, as they were being typed, the horrified expression of my face would have become so visible, I think I remember seeing it in the reflection of my laptop, the final message that he gave me, which lost me my sanity and ruined my health, was, Look behind you. I remember feeling as if everything around me was slowing down. I really was worried. Part of me knew that there would be something behind me, and a small part tried to assure me that there was nothing there. 
I shut my eyes and clenched my teeth violently together, then shot my head back like a bullet. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I spat out a weak laughter and nodded my head in relief. And I felt like everything was safe again. Until I looked back to my computer monitor. I must have seen it the moment I swiveled my chair, but it caught me anyway. There was a face. A fucking face of a man. A fucking pale white man who was grinning at me. On my laptop screen. His hair was blonde, and he seemed to be in his mid-twenties. But his facial expression was the exact opposite of friendly. His eyes were crimson red. I only saw it for a nanosecond of a nanosecond, but that was all I could take. After that, apparently I screamed violently, and then fell unconscious for four hours. That's what Dr. Martin told me. He's the guy looking after me at the moment. He really doesn't know what I've been through. So here I am now, sitting in a bed at 4.30am, typing the story to the world. Even as I type, I still worry that the face will appear once again and scare the shit out of me. I seem to be suffering from a trauma. My eyes have grown dark purple circles around them because I have literally not slept at all since the incident. I tried sleeping, but that face, that face stops me from sleeping. <sighs> now that I have written this story, I urge everybody to watch out. If you see a red CD-ROM case, throw it away. Do not open it and do not use it. Now, I'm going to jump out a third story building. No, I can't take this anymore. I'm fucking scared. I want to die now. If anyone tries to resuscitate me, then fuck you too. And do not, I repeat, do not go looking for Darwin Clark. He may or may not be real, but he can drive you insane. You have read this message. Do not look for Darwin Clark. If you find him, you will lose your mind. Ah yes, nothing quite like ghost stories and haunted artificial intelligence to get the freakometer raising. Japanese ghost stories have this icy coldness and eeriness that I find a lot of ghost stories in other cultures lack. Don't get me wrong folks, there are plenty of other culture ghost stories out there that keep me on a knife's edge, but the style of the Japanese ghost stories are definitely unique in nature. Anyone seen the film The Grudge? I'm sure if I made this sound... It'd bring back some terrifying memories for some, I'm sure. If you haven't seen it, do yourself a favour, see it. Or do yourself another favour and don't see it. I watched The Grudge around 8 or 9 years ago in a room full of friends and let's just say the people getting scared there scared me more than the film at one point. So much screaming. <laughs> Good times. Alright folks, I'll see you next week with a fully functional internet connection, maybe, and go from there. Because right now the state of it is equivalent to an Australian, yeah nah, nah yeah mate, your internet's fecked. So we'll see how I go then, but as always, till next, we meet.